Well, you've probably heard your share of home improvement horror stories, shoddy work, missed deadlines, cost overruns, and no-show home improvement contractors. And maybe you've already lived through that contractor hell, but you don't need to. Reference checking is the ball game. Read our 10 questions to ask a contractor's previous customers when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Making good homes better at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Call us right now with your home improvement questions. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemmas. You need a decorating tip. You need a designer idea. Call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. It's home repair because we care. We're like your handy neighbors, but we know better than to lend you (laughs) our power tools. But we will give you a power tool if you call because we're giving away a Ryobi 1 plus 18-volt planer this hour. If you call us at 888-MONEYPIT, you could just win that. Hey, coming up today, we've got a great show in store for you. First up, do you know what part of your house is the most vulnerable to outside leaks? Well, it's your windows and doors. We're going to teach you how to keep them watertight for the long haul. Also, space heaters, they can be a great way to turn down your thermostat and save some of those very valuable energy dollars, but they're also a major cause of fire-related deaths. We're going to cover the most common blunders that folks make when using a space heater in just a bit. And because our motto is, you can never have too many power tools, we're giving away that Ryobi One Plus hand planer worth 60 bucks. Call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. You must be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question. Leslie, who's first? Bob listens in on WABC in Fairfield, New Jersey. How can we help you today? Well, uh, I am considering putting in a tankless water heater. Okay. And I've um, looked into it, and I've gotten some uh, some negative feedback from a plumber. He said he wouldn't trust it. He would think that uh, have a lot of problems. An architect told me that uh, they're subject to breakdown. But um, I don't know, you know, if it's when they first came out or if they've improved them. And uh, they said that they don't give you enough uh, demand water. But from what I could read from the manufacturers, there's uh, different models that are rated for different BTU and different BTU usage. You know, with all due respect to your plumber, sometimes it takes a while for old dogs to learn new tricks. And tankless water heaters are really the wave of the future. They work extremely well. They're extremely energy efficient, but they have to be properly installed. I'll give you a very common example of a place where plumbers improperly install tankless water heaters. First of all, do you have gas in your house? Yes, I do. All right, because they don't run well on electric. If you have gas in your house, the way that plumbers have been hooking up gas water heaters since the beginning of time of gas water heaters is to use one size of gas heating pipe. Now, with a tankless water heater, you need a larger gas pipe. Uh, You don't use more gas, but you use a larger volume of gas for a shorter period of time. And if they take the existing gas line and don't make it bigger, what happens is the tankless water heater is starved for gas. So it's not properly heating the water. 
So as long as the gas line is correctly sized and the water heater is correctly installed, I think a tankless water heater is a great idea. Does that mean they have to repipe the whole gas line or just from where it connects to the... Uh... Usually they have to repipe it from where it connects to uh, the next intersection with your main gas line. So it's not running new pipeline throughout the whole house, but generally just a, a section of pipe that has to be upgraded so that you're getting the right volume of gas in there. There is a, a website called foreverhotwater.com. Yeah, it's, that. yeah it's a good mm-hmm. one. The, the Renai Company does a good job there, and there's some sizing guides there that will tell you what size you need for your uh, particular needs. But I do think that a water heater, a tankless water heater, is a really good idea. It's a very green idea, too. It's a very energy-efficient idea, and it gives you a lot of flexibility. I mean, one of the things that I really liked about some of these tankless water heaters, I have children, and you can actually have a remote control panel for your water heater, so you can dial down the temperature of the water, say, if the small kids go up to take a bath. You don't have to worry about them scalding themselves. There's just a lot of flexibility with tankless water heaters that you get besides being very energy-efficient. So uh, go forward with that project, and maybe uh, you can suggest that uh, your plumber just gets a little more education on it because they do work well if they are correctly installed. 1-888-MONEYPIT is the telephone number. Call us now with your home improvement question. Winifred in New Mexico, you are on the Money Pit. What can we do for you? Yeah, I have a problem with a commode in my bathroom. It's black, and I've noticed a uh, heavy white buildup around the top of the water. I wonder if you can help me get rid of that. Yeah, that's a, mer- a mineral deposit, Winifred, and you can get rid of that. Uh, it's, it's simply a matter of cleaning it. There's a product out there that works well. It's called CLR. It stands for Calcium Lime Rust. And it's a good cleaner, and it breaks down those minerals, and it will really restore it back to the original porcelain. Would you pour it in there, or would you add it to the toilet brush and scrub with it, or would you flush it down? What I would do is I would put some in the toilet water, and I would uh, you know, sort of scrub it around with a toilet brush, let it sit for a while, and it'll melt all those mineral salts away. All right. I do appreciate that. You're welcome, Winifred. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Calling from New York, New York, we've got Robert. How can we help? Yeah, hi. Um, I was wondering if you could give me some hints of, uh, of what to do for, on a problem I have, uh, I'm having in my building here, in an apartment that I have, uh, have in a building in New York City. It's an old, 80-year-old, multiple-dwelling building. Uh, uh, I face the Hudson River way up in the northern tip of Ooh, Manhattan. Freezing. Freezing yeah. winds. I got tremendous westerly wind for the last 30 years or so, and uh, basically about six, eight years ago, they replaced the windows with these metal-type, uh, New York City-type replacement windows that I right. haven't ever seen anywhere else other than New York. <laughs> I'm sure you're familiar with uh, double pane, supposedly. Okay. Uh, basically, the air still comes through. So what I have done... Up to this point, after so many years, I've built a uh, polyethylene-framed uh, enclosure that I've uh, put against inside. I have uh, uh, Venetian blinds. I have curtains. I have uh, shades. Robert, do you feel the draft sort of around where the sash meets the track, or is it coming through the glass? It looks like it's coming from the side where the sash meets the uh, the side of the uh, actual, you know, where the... In the tracking system. I believe it's probably the, the, the weight wells that are on the side that weren't filmed in you know, properly, or they should have been. Okay, Robert, there's another thing that you can do here. Um, all of the things that you mentioned, of course, are helping. But since this seems to be um, in the areas where the window slides up and down, you can actually caulk your windows shut. Not with your average caulk. Right, but not with regular caulk. There are a number of manufacturers that make a temporary caulk. 
One of them is called seal and peel. And the way it works is... And that's from DAP. That's from DAP. You basically caulk the window shut. So you caulk those gaps around those tracks. And then after the caulk dries... Uh, in the spring, it can be simply peeled right off. It's kind of like that gooey stuff when you get a brand new credit card, it's like stuck to the paper. It has that sort of texture to it, and you grab it, and it peels the whole thing right off. It's pretty cool stuff. It doesn't damage the windows. The only thing I have to caution with there, you want an upper floor? Yeah, top floor. Well, if you do this on a, on a house that has to have emergency egress, you're basically caulking your windows shut, but it, you're not going to need that on the upper floor. So go ahead and caulk them shut with, a, with this seal and peel or a product like that. You can seal them up. Uh, in the fall, and you can peel it off and operate the windows like nothing ever happened in the spring. And you know, Robert, my mom's on the east side of Manhattan, right on the East River, and I turned her on to it, and now everybody in her building has sealed their window shut, and it works. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. In New York, New York, you can find the Money Pit on WABC like Joe does. How can we help? Is there a transparent paint with an R value, and if so... Uh, what is the name of the manufacturer? There is a uh, there's a paint called Radiance, that is a low E paint, and it's not a transparent paint. It's basically a regular paint, but it has a low E factor to it. These low E coatings are are uh, starting to gain popularity. The concept is that if you put it on your walls, it helps keep the heat inside the room that's being heated, and that one's been out for for a long time. And again, it's called Radiance. Mm-hmm. R paint. Is there a paint that can endure for many years below the waterline, as in a commode? To paint the inside of the toilet tank? You want to paint the inside of the toilet tank? Well, an epoxy paint would work. Um, like a garage floor paint is an epoxy paint, and there are others. And also a marine paint would probably work as well. well can I ask why you want to paint the inside of your toilet tank? Because part of the porcelain on the inside of the commode has worn away. Really? I've never seen worn away porcelain. So you want to build it up? Uh, yes, sir. Well, I'll tell you, um, what I have used to repair uh, toilet tanks that have cracked is a two-part epoxy. So I would mix the epoxy up and use that to patch the area that's worn away. I wouldn't use the paint. Oh, I see. Okay. I thank you very, very kindly for your help. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Hey, Money Pit listeners, do you have the winter blues? Well, then it's time to freshen up your house because now you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're always here at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, moisture. It is the biggest enemy of your home's wall system. That's why you need to keep it waterproofed, especially in those very high-risk areas. Which parts of the wall are at risk and how do you keep them dry? We're going to tell you after this. 888 Give your home an attraction that reaches all the way to the curb at a Classic Craft fiberglass entryway from Thermatrue. Classic Craft, a stunning AccuGrain technology, captures all the beauty and luxury of premium hardwood, but won't split, crack, or rot. Add a sparkling custom touch with decorative glass door tiles, side lights, and transom, too. When you do, studies show your home's perceived value rises as much as 6%. Let the curb appeal of a Classic Craft entryway enhance your home's look and value. Visit Thermatrue.com. Mold is in your house. Chances are it's breeding behind your walls. In fact, it's been estimated that 70% of all homes could have mold in their wall cavities, particularly when moisture is present. Fortunately, there's an ingenious new way to fight the problem. You see, until now, drywall had paper on both sides, and mold eats paper. 
which is why more people are insisting on a new paperless drywall called Dens Armor from Georgia Pacific. Unlike conventional paper face drywall, Dens Armor has glass mat facings on both sides, and no paper on the surface means one less place for mold to get started. It's that simple and that revolutionary. If you are building or remodeling, stop feeding mold by using Dens Armor. To find out more, go to stopfeedingmold.com or ask about it at your local building supply retailer. Table saw. 18 volt drill driver. 8 piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With Ryobi, you can actually afford them. Ryobi Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. Ryobi. Exclusively at the Home Depot. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash home design. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. AOL's new real estate site has answers for just about everything a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Um, well, I feel a little strange talking to a website, but I do have a question about wooden siding. I live near a wooded area, and sometimes... Aluminum pie pans. I beg your pardon? Aluminum pie pans. Hang them from your eaves. Scares the bejeevers out of them woodpeckers. Wow, that's what I was thinking. Okay, I have a 60s-style bungalow, and every once in a while... Four-inch retro-style moisture-proof tile in your bath. Lose that wet dog smell. That was weird. Okay, concrete driveway and... Vapor permeable sealer. Makes spills yesterday. Pink paint. Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Dense Armor Plus, the revolutionary paperless drywall from Georgia Pacific. 888-666-3974. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, making good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. All right, folks. Well, you know, we're giving away a Ryobi One Plus hand planer. It's worth $60. It's got 18 volts of power. And once you have a Ryobi One Plus tool, any one of them, you can build on your tool arsenal because... All of the batteries are completely interchangeable. This is a great tool all in one. 
If you want to win it, you got to call 1-888-MONEYPIT and be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question. All right, we were talking about waterproofing the weak link in your house. It is the weakest link. <laughs> it's your windows and your doors. You know, proper waterproofing and window flashing are the best ways to make sure your home construction and remodeling projects are top-notch and last a long time. Because if the water gets in, the mold follows, folks. And the corners of windows and doors are the most vulnerable points of the wall system, and they are rarely if ever flashed correctly. Flashing these areas, it's very difficult because you're dealing with a 90-degree angle, and sometimes it's just plain hard to get to, especially if you're working with an inflexible or metal flashing. Really tough to get in there and do it right. There are better choices on the market. You might not be aware of them. You can actually find right now flexible and self-adhering rubberized flashings. The one we like best for the job is a product from Grace, and it's called Vi Corners. These are going to be prefabricated plastic corners that are going to totally seal your window at its most vulnerable areas. All it takes is a few staples to secure them. They're designed to fit any window or door so you don't have to do any guesswork. Plus, once you install them with a premium peel-and-stick membrane, you're going to get a durable water and airtight bond. If you want some more information about weatherproofing, you can visit www.graceathome.com. It's a great website, lots of information. Or you can call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Leslie, who's next? Wendy in Maui, Hawaii. Aloha. How can we help you? Four years ago, we put in a Berber carpet in our new home. It's a single dwelling on a slab. And we have two large dogs, and the carpet is almost ready to be replaced. (laughs) What we would like to do is we'd like to know about some treatments for the slab other than just throwing something on top of it. Like I heard that there's a treatment or two that you can put to make it look like marble. Instead of putting a carpeting. Instead of a carpeting. Yeah, you know what? You're probably referring to um, like an acid stain or something of that nature. Yeah. The people that put the carpet said it's the nicest slab that they've seen. So that we know that there's a really nice slab underneath this carpet. Well, there's several different treatments you can do to concrete. There's something called acid staining. There are kits available if you look online. But generally, because it's a chemical reaction, you really want to make sure that the chemicals you're using are going to react to your concrete in the right way. So it might make more sense to hire in a pro because there are pros who come in and do acid staining and they can create it to look as if it's slate, marble. It can have variations in color, almost look like things are blending. There's also something called polishing concrete, which kind of has an industrial look to it, but it can be toned with different colors and it ends up being super duper shiny or it can have a matte finish to it, but it looks almost like there's a thick resin on top of it, which looks great. We have a friend who has a loft space in the city and their concrete floor is highly polished and it's beautiful. And then there's also something with um, concrete stamps not pressing down stamps, but it's almost a sticker that goes over it and then a coating is sprayed on and it can look like different tiles, like brick, any different patterns. There's great websites. So it can look like a tile. Oh, oh it yeah. can look like lots of things. You know, I recently responded to a question on acid sanding in my blog on AOL.com and I found a website that really impressed me. It was called Modello Designs, M-O-D-E-L-L-O Designs. It's ModelloDesign.com. And if you want to see what you can do with concrete staining and stamping, check out that website. It's absolutely amazing the patterns that these guys have created on concrete. And there's a lot of advice on how to do it there and how to buy the materials that you need and so on. So check that out, Mm ModelloDesign.com. Another good resource is... 
thestampstore.com. They've got a lot of different things. Same thing, acid stains, concrete additives, different stencils that you can put down on top of the concrete and then apply over. There's a lot of great options. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Listening on WABC, we've got Liz in New York. What's going on with the toilet at your house? Okay, I live in an older home, and every once in a while, after I flush the toilet, it runs. And my the box is it's a bigger toilet because the the house is older. So I want to know what is the best way to prevent this from happening in the future without having to replace the box. No, you don't have to. We say the box. You mean the toilet? The, you mean the toilet. The toilet tank? I don't know what you call it. <laughs> the box. The toilet box. It's the toilet the tank. The thing I lean against. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to replace the tank. Here's one thing that's good about toilets: they never ever wear out. The, the the physical toilet itself doesn't wear out. What does wear out are the moving parts inside. Is this the flush valve or the chain that lifts up the flapper? I think it's, you know, like when, when I go to flush it, it, the water doesn't fill up because the ball, I guess, or the float, is that what you call it, doesn't come down. There's a very simple solution here, Liz. Uh, you have two valves inside your toilet. One's a flush valve and one's a fill valve. Both of those added together is not going to cost you more than about 15 bucks in parts to replace. Uh, those valves will wear out from time to time. They're fairly easy to replace. Um, it's probably one of the only do-it-yourself plumbing jobs I recommend people do. Uh, what you simply have to do is turn the water off to the toilet, and once it's off... And that's the valve right outside the toilet, correct? Underneath the toilet, yeah. Once it's off, you can follow the directions on the box. Probably the most commonly available flush and fill valve is made by Fluid Master. It fits almost every single toilet out there. Really not hard to do. Follow the instructions on the box. Uh, there's also a good online video instruction at fluidmaster.com, but this is a pretty straightforward home improvement project and it will quiet up that toilet it'll stop the ghost flushing that's going to save you a lot of water liz thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit josie in connecticut you are on the money pit what's up hi i need some information i have an old-fashioned footed tub in a home that i just bought okay excellent condition i may have it reglazed just because i want to do that however the fixtures that come out of the tub for the hot and cold water and the water source are not there. I have three holes in that tub. Now, of course, I know they're back in fashion now, and I know you can get them, but this tub has the holes in the tub. So you have to get things that fit exactly. Exactly. And I'm just wondering, are there any sources available where I'm going to be able to refit the tub? I hate to get rid of it. It's a cast iron. It's in beautiful condition. Now, that would be a real shame. There absolutely are sources that can help you. That's right, there are. There's a great website. It's called SignatureHardware.com, all one word. And if you go there, they have a ton of um, fixtures that are made specifically for clawfoot tubs that get mounted into the tub itself. Because a lot of times the faucets are going directly into the wall, and that's not so with a clawfoot. So you got to make sure it's the right type of hardware. I, exactly. And that's what I've been noticing, you know, looking for and researching and finding. And this is an older tub. Mm-hmm. They did it differently in those days. So it's an excellent condition, and I do thank you for this information. You're, You're very so welcome. welcome. Enjoy that nice deep soak. Oh, listen, this is my retirement home, and it's truly a money pit, but it'll be my <laughs> joy to refurbish it. <laughs> thank you. Well, now you'll be retiring in a little extra comfort. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit, 888 666 3974. Up next, it is the fire season. That's right, folks, heating your home. It's the second leading cause of fires. We're going to tell you what you can do to stay safe next. You live in a money pit.
The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatru, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Choose the brand more building professionals prefer and add up to $24,000 to the perceived value of your home. For more information, visit Thermatru.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Making good homes better at one eight 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 Money Pit. Call us about your home improvement question. Let us help solve your do-it-yourself dilemma. You know, it's hard to believe, but heating your home is the second leading cause of fires in this country. And that's according to the National Fire Protection Association. And what's interesting is that almost three-quarters of all fire deaths are the result of, guess what, space heaters. Yeah, I guess a lot of people leave them on and leave the room. And it might seem like common sense, but obviously folks out there are still ignoring or aren't aware of safety precautions that you need to take during your home's heating season. And here to tell us more about staying safe is Mary Kay Appy, president of the Home Safety Council. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for doing this important message. Mary Kay, it would seem that uh, with all the technology we have at our disposal today, that the space heaters would be getting that much better and that much safer. Are they getting safer or are consumers, regardless of how safe manufacturers make these with, uh, you know, devices like trip sensors that shut them off if they get knocked over, are consumers still doing silly things and causing uh, injuries? Human error certainly contributes so much to home-related injuries and deaths. I think manufacturers are responding by better design, and the Home Safety Council absolutely applauds this, but there are still an awful lot of ways to make mistakes. I'm so glad you're doing this message. In fact, uh, our founding sponsors at Lowe's and the Home Safety Council are teaming up to really focus attention on this. One of the big problems with space heaters, they need space. And because they're so portable, it's easy to pick them up and position them too close to something that can burn. Well, and it's also easy to put them, say, under a desk where you might forget about them and step away for a while. Absolutely. Another big problem is when people are sleeping, if they leave them on when they fall asleep and they kick the covers off, the this combustible material can can fall on top of the heating unit and catch on fire. So things to keep in mind with space heaters, number one, you want them in good working condition. Look for the UL label on them to make sure they've been tested for safety. Very importantly, keep them at least three feet away from anything that can burn. We like to include people and pets on that list. And turn them off if you go to sleep or leave the room. We're talking to Mary Kay Appy. She's the president of the Home Safety Council. Mary Kay, with the different types of space heaters that are out there, I mean, you have, uh, let's see, you have kerosene, you have electric radiant ones where the coils heat up and you sort of feel the heat through the coils. You have the other types of electric radiators where they're oil-filled. Is there one type of space heater that perhaps is more safe, especially if you have uh, children or pets? Well, certainly... Fixed protection is best, um, but that would mean uh, maybe a wood stove or a fireplace can be alternate sources of heat, but those aren't foolproof either. And but what about the portables? Portables, you, you want to make sure, for example, that if you're thinking about a kerosene heater, that they're legal in the area you live in. There are some places where they're not legal, so you want to make sure you check your local uh, regulations. Um, but yes, you, some of the features you were describing earlier, the tip-over devices, the ones that shut off if it tips over, those can really be advantageous as well. Uh, but I think 
supervision is so crucial here. You, you just want to make sure that if you're using any kind of a heat source, there's an adult paying attention to it. What about the dangers or are there dangers associated with electric blankets? They're so popular with people especially trying to save energy dollars. And now that it's really winter across this country, people are really trying to stay warm. So any safety features when looking at an electric blanket? Anytime you're looking at any electrical device of any kind, again, you want to make sure that it's in really top working order. If it's older and maybe it's beginning to smell funny or it looks like the wiring is fraying at all, it's time to throw that away. You want to make sure that the unit you choose, it has been tested by a testing laboratory such as UL and has the label of the testing laboratory right on it. We're talking to Mary Kay Appy. She's the president of the Home Safety Council. Mary Kay, you mentioned fireplaces before. What's the most common way people are injured by fireplaces? How are those fires starting? A couple of concerns about fireplaces. One is that they're not well protected. They don't have, for example, a good sturdy fireplace screen. So embers pop out and can start a fire that way. But another more hidden way is people burn things in their fireplaces other than hardwood. You need good seasoned hardwood only in your fireplace. What happens is that there's stuff that's created when your fires burn, and it can cake the inside of your chimney. And that's creosote. Creosote. And creosote can be really flammable. So every year you want somebody who is really professional, a chimney sweep, and particularly one that's been certified by the Chimney Safety Institute of America, to get in there, really look at your chimney, make sure there's not any cracks or buildup of creosote. If they tell you that it needs to be cleaned, do that. I think that's a very good point uh, to make sure you use a certified chimney sweep because I can't tell you how many times we've gotten calls on this program from folks that have been exposed to uncertified, unprofessional chimney sweeps that simply use the chimney inspection as an opportunity to sell repairs that are probably not needed. So it is important that you get a very uh, carefully trained professional when you're doing that type of inspection. And the service, that particular service trade is not regulated. So you do have to look. A good chimney uh, cleaning typically will run about $150. If somebody's offering to clean your chimney for much less than that, you, you should be suspicious. Mary Kay, do you think it's better to do the cleaning, you know, especially depending on how much you use the fireplace, better to do it at the beginning of the season or at the end, as long as you do it annually? Well, as long as you do it annually, you'll probably be covered. And as long as you, uh, if you're burning your you're uh, a lot of fires during the year, doing it right after the season ends, make sure that it'll be all set to go the very first time you use it the next year. Mary Kay Appy from the Home Safety Council. Thanks again for great information on how to stay safe. If you want more information, they've got a super website. It's homesafetycouncil.org. Okay, Money Pit listeners, do you want a little Tom and Leslie to go? Can't get enough of us. I know I can't get enough of Tom. i got to have him with me all the time. <laughs> this is true. She calls me every time something goes wrong in anytime, her house. <laughs> anytime. I've got Tom on speed dial. And, and you can too at 888 Pit. You'll get right to him. Well, if you want us on the go, you can check out moneypit.com for a free podcast. You can download any show from our extensive online archive. Just go to moneypit.com. You got a leak? You got a squeak? Call us right now. 1-888-MONEYPIT. We'll be back with more answers after this. Money Pit. Is dryness a problem in your home? Especially in winter months, dry air can make skin itchy. Make your throat and nose dry. And don't forget about static shock. It also causes walls, hardwood floors, and home furnishings to become dry and cracked. Put an end to dry air problems with an April Air Automatic Humidifier, the best cure for indoor air dryness. Never too dry, never too moist. 
just the optimum amount of humidity based on outdoor temperatures. Protect your health, your comfort, and your furnishings by putting an end to dry air with whole home humidification from April Air. Now, doesn't that feel better? <sighs> April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer, Thermatru Doors. Thermatru pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, Thermatru Doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents Thermatru's premium collection. Fiber Classic is Thermatru's original wood grain fiberglass door. Or choose Smooth Star Fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which Thermatrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit Thermatrue.com. AOL's new real estate site has answers for just about everything a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Um, well, I feel a little strange talking to a website, but I do have a question about wooden siding. I live near a wooded area, and sometimes... Aluminum pie pans. I beg your pardon? Aluminum pie pans. Hang them from your eaves. Scare the bejeevers out of them woodpeckers. Wow, that's what I was thinking. Okay, I have a 60s-style bungalow, and every once in a while... Four-inch retro-style moisture-proof tile in your bath. Lose that wet dog smell. That was weird. Okay, concrete driveway and... Vapor permeable sealer. Make spills yesterday. Pink paint. Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories, with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. 
You know, buying a fixer-upper means you'll always have something to do on the weekend. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. If you're trying to fix up your fixer-upper, call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT because we've got the tools to help you get the job done. One caller to the program this hour is going to win a Ryobi One Plus hand planer worth 60 bucks. Part of this series of Ryobi One Plus tools, 25 different power tools, one 18-volt battery. Call us now, 1-888-MONEYPIT. Leslie, who's next? All right. Well, it seems like Ken in Michigan's going on a vacation, and he listens to the money put on Wham. Not using your fridge for four months. What's going on? Where are you going? Uh, that's correct. I uh, just uh, have an extra building, actually, and uh, was wondering in the winter if I leave the refrigerator on for a couple months, I take the temperature in the building down to 45. Um, does it make sense to unplug the refrigerator after a certain time, or is it okay to let it go through the chilly winter? Well, are you going to have food in it? No, no food. Okay. Um, I think it's fine to unplug the refrigerator, let it dry out, so leave the door open for a, a couple of days if you can, and then I would just stick a bottle of uh, Arm & Hammer baking soda in there and close it up, walk away, clean it real well, and it'll be good to go. There's no reason to leave it on, no reason to use that energy while you're not going to use it. Okay, thank you. All right, Ken, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Rose in Jamaica, Queens listens to the Money Pit on WABC. How can we help you in your Money Pit? About three years ago, I installed a new gutter and leader system. Okay. It's called Lifeguard, and it's supposed to be a lifetime warranty, and it never worked from day one. The system does not absorb rainwater. And my basement is completely ruined. I want to know what does lifetime warranty mean? Well, you would think that it means that you're never going to have to replace those gutters again, but clearly what you have there is not working for you, and it sounds to me like this company needs to make good on it. If I had my uh, my druthers, I would want it removed and replaced with a good old-fashioned standard gutter system, which is going to work fine. I'm sure you probably installed this so you wouldn't have to clean the gutters. I had a beauty, and I was coerced into taking this new thing, basically. It's my fault. Well, you know, listen, you make the best decisions based on the available information. You know, I'm sure that you wanted a system that wasn't going to require maintenance, but clearly you're getting a lot of uh, ancillary damage from having the system that you have now. So our recommendation would be to remove and to replace it because the most important thing here is to get this water under control. Your problem is going to get a lot more expensive than the cost of replacing the gutter system if you allow continue to allow the basement to be saturated. Uh, you have hit the nail on the head. That that water landing right around the foundation has nowhere to go but into the basement. And a standard 4-inch K-style gutter system, a standard extruded gutter system that will cost you all of probably, I don't know, 2 or $3 a lineal foot to have installed is going to collect that water and run it away. You want to make sure the downspouts are extended 4 to 6 feet away from the foundation. And if you want to use any type of gutter guard system at all, you can use that kind that's removable so that it can be cleaned. We have one on our house in New Jersey that uh, I think it was called the Gutter Guard Waterfall System. And basically, it's a louver that snaps into the top of the gutter, and it lets most of the water wash over. Except I will tell you, with those louvered systems, with a really, really heavy water uh, rainfall, you get so much centrifugal force on the water that it does fall over the edge. We haven't had any basement issues, but I'll tell you, having no guard 
um, is probably more important than making sure the gutters are functional in the first place. So I wouldn't concentrate too much on the guard. I would concentrate on getting the gutters working rows so that you get that basement dry because that's the only way you're going to avoid a continuing moisture and potentially a dangerous mold problem in the basement. You know, that's really sad that that happened to her because a lot of times, especially in Queens and New York, a lot of the homes are sort of set up on a small hill and then that sort of goes down out to the street. So when the downspouts come down, they might bury them into that hill system to then come directly out to the street or to the concrete sidewalk. And perhaps what's happened is something's not even connected properly or that that buried pipe is so clogged and was ignored when the new downspout was hooked up to it that there could be a leak in there, you know, in addition to the gutters not working at all. Well, the gutter is really, truly a system, and it really has to work from the roof edge right out to the discharge. So certainly if you're ever running uh, your downspouts into a pipe that runs underground, you need to make sure it's free-flowing. If it's not, you could have it snaked out, and if you really don't know what's there, you know, these uh, drain cleaning companies have cameras that can run down there, and, and I've seen those cameras really identify major cracks uh, in those pipes as well. So all those things plug into the possibility of a gutter system not working right and causing your basement to leak, and it all has to be addressed. So uh, sorry that happened to you, Rose, but really, at this point, I would give up on this so-called lifetime system that's not working for you and just get a standard set of gutters and get that water away from the house. Are you looking for a way to update the look of your ceramic tile backsplash? Well, we've got a great idea that's not going to cost a fortune. That's next. You live in a money pit. Money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to aprilair.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, making good homes better. Hey, do you love the look of natural stone countertops but hate the maintenance? Find out what you're doing wrong that could set those stains in deeper. The right way to clean natural countertops is in the next edition of the Money Pit e-newsletter. It is free and available right now at moneypit.com. 1-888-MONEYPIT is the number you call if you have a home improvement question. And you can also log on to moneypit.com and click on Tom and Leslie if you have an email question. So let's jump right in to the email bag. All right, we've got one here. It's from Robert in Bebay. Arkansas. I like how that sounds. I hate the color of the ceramic tile in my kitchen. Can I paint it with the paint that's made for garage floors? I don't think that would be a good idea. You know, that's not, that's an interesting idea. I bet you that would work. Of course, he's talking about epoxy paint. Well, um, the epoxy would be a good idea, but I don't know. You mean you mean decorating-wise, it wouldn't look yeah. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can tint garage floor paint and get a good color, but... You don't want a garage floor gray countertop? This is my concrete look tiles. No, <laughs> you actually can paint them, Robert. And what you want to make sure you do is first really clean that tile surface. And you want to use something pretty heavy duty. Make up a solution of 50-50 um, ammonia and water because that's going to get rid of any soap film or grease that's going to occur, especially behind the sink. Just clean it really well so you can get good adhesion. If you want to be really super extra thorough, you can wash the tiles with a mild acid solution, which is really meant to clean ceramic tiles to get 
rid of excessive grout. That's overdoing it, but you can do that step if you want. You want to make sure you rinse the surfaces really well with plain water and then let everything dry. Step away from it for a day. Don't use the kitchen. Don't introduce more grease. Just keep it drying and keep it clean. Then you want to make sure you prime it with a high-quality adhesion-promoting primer like Zinzer's Latex Primer. They call it Bullseye 123, and it's going to really make sure that your top coat paint is going to stick very well to that ceramic tile, and it's going to make sure that it's not going to scrape off or chip off, which can happen. If the area is going to be, you know, right behind the sink where a lot of water is going to get on it, you might want to use Bin, which is an alcohol-based primer, because that'll help it be very, very durable. And once everything's primed and dry, you want to use a high-gloss finish paint, because that's really going to give you the same look of a glazed tile. Again, if it's a lot of water in the area, use an oil base, because that's going to be more durable in a water-prone area. And also, ask your paint guy. There might be an epoxy coating that you can use. I've even seen at Fine Art Stars something called... um Pebeo or Pebeo, I don't know how they say it, but it's a ceramic paint. It's kind of pricey because it's five bucks for something small, but that's also going to work on ceramic, even terracotta tiles. Just ask around, look at the right products. Your finished project is going to be fully cured in two to three weeks, so don't scrub it. Does that mean you can't use the countertop for three weeks? Well, if it's a countertop, you know, be very careful. Don't wash a lot of things on it. Don't clean it. Don't scrub it. Don't rest a heavy pot. Be gentle because it does take a long time to cure. And when it's drying, that's when it's really delicate. So give it some time. All right. We got another email from Francis in Pensacola, Florida. And Francis says, we recently moved into our new home and the Brazilian cherry hardwood floors have some depressions in them from some heavy furniture or appliances. Is there a way to bring these out of the wood without replacing the sections? Little trick of the trade. Take a wet rag and a steam iron and put the wet rag down on the depression and then put the steam iron above it. That will make the wood swell. Now, it may also damage the finish, which means you'll have to refinish it. (laughs) But if you swell the wood with an iron, you can sometimes take that depression right out, Francis. So give it a shot. You got nothing to lose. Great tip. Plus, we like making more work for you. You're listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, available 24-7, 365 at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974, and online at moneypit.com. Coming up next week on the program, find out why you need to be a little bit of uh, Martha Stewart and Bob Vila at the same time when it comes to getting your garage cleaned out. We're going to have some tips to make that dark and very dangerous space work better for you. That's coming up next week on the program. Until then, I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Hey, 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 money pit.